Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I want to talk to you today a little bit about feeling unheard and how we can improve that. This is something that seems to be a common theme lately, but it's something that's always been there, to be honest. And it's one of those things where we just don't call it what it is, which is basically feeling unheard. And it's not only from a patient perspective, it's also from, you know, a team, a teammate perspective, it can be an employer to employee perspective, just not feeling heard. And I just want to go over some general things that you can start doing specifically when you're in your patient or client interactions to truly hear your patients and, um, and be present. And that's the, the first thing essentially of, of part of feeling heard is feeling like the provider um, is actually there with you. Okay, that they're not just there to have an answer for everything, but that they're there with you. They're here, they're there to acknowledge you first and foremost. That's what to me presence begins with acknowledgement, acknowledgement of your preferred name, acknowledgement of the circumstances that are going on, acknowledgement of your experiences and your perspectives, and just overall acknowledgement of wanting you to have the best possible experience with them. So acknowledgement is a big thing. And that's kind of how we kind of step into being present and hearing someone out. So acknowledging. And the other thing you want to do is acknowledge perhaps the trust that someone has in you to share vulnerable things when it's a client, for example, or when it's a patient. A lot of what we hear in healthcare are things that can be unimaginable sometimes to some people. I've heard so many things and I've seen so much over the years that in a way, nothing really surprises me anymore. Um, I find myself in a very non-judgmental space when I'm with patients because I've recognized that the human spirit is super resilient and 
I've recognized that people will do absolutely anything they need to do to maintain their independence. And sometimes, you know, you wonder how and for how long they had been doing it. But, you know, you just accept it for what it is. And, you know, you praise people in a lot of ways. I praise human beings for owning their independence and doing whatever they have to do to maintain it and keep themselves as safe as possible. Okay, so recognizing the vulnerability in which they're sharing and trusting you with the information and their feelings around it, acknowledging the feelings. Okay, so listening for that. So you might recognize that someone, you know, is feeling frustrated, or you might recognize that they're feeling overwhelmed or super anxious, or they're worried about what's to come and, and how they're going to get to their goal. Like you, you, you're sensing all of these emotions. And I think it's important for you as a provider to say, you know, I, I can hear that things have been difficult. I can hear that this has been a long journey for you. I want you to know that I'm here with you and I'm going to help you in the best way that you need help and that you want it. Um, and hopefully we can come to a mutual, you know, a mutual understanding of what that looks like. And that's something that you can say if you really feel it in that moment. The thing about listening and, and being present and empathetic with people is that they can sense that you really are or you're not. And this is where your heart comes into play. Okay, it only takes seconds, right? It only takes seconds to build a compassionate rapport and it only takes seconds to therefore destroy one or to get off on the wrong foot. And it might take a lot longer to build that trust again or to build it in the first place. So just recognize and take the time and make the time. And that's another thing you can do when you're in the process of hearing someone is to make the time to hear them. If you're really, really worried about the next person on your schedule and running late, there is nothing wrong with you saying, you know what, I want to talk about this further with you. If you can just give me a moment, there's someone waiting for me and I just want to let them know to respect their time that I'm going to be running a few minutes late. Is that okay with you? They say yes, you do your thing, you come back and that's just you being present. Okay, that's just you acknowledging and respecting other people's time. Okay. The thing with empathy, empathy is really understanding and trying to understand people's perspectives and emotions and feelings behind an experience and what they're going through. The thing is in healthcare is that if we become too consumed by the emotion, so let's say somebody is coming in and they're really, um, they're going through a really tough time and you, you know, you're just really feeling their pain, okay, then it makes it really hard for you to to really be present with them in such a way that you're that you're there to help. It's not about establishing an authoritative type relationship there. What you're doing is, you know, they're there because they believe that you can help them and the question is is do you believe that you can help them? And that that is kind of something that we have to ask ourselves, you know, is this um, a situation in which I can help this person? And even if you can't help them with your knowledge base and your skill base, chances are you are able to help them in some way, whether it's facilitating a referral, whether it's literally just being present and just listening and just letting the person process what they're going through and share what they're going through, because you might be the first person that they've truly shared things with. 
you know, so that might just be the intervention right there. And I think sometimes we get caught up in doing, doing, doing all the time. We, we think we got to do something for someone and that's a measure of our success and that's a measure of our patient success. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just really just being there and taking it all in. And once I, and I find that once I listen and, and trust me, listening is something I have to consciously work on. It's probably one of the things that <laughs> I don't do the best at. It's one of those things though, that I'm clearly aware of that I, I recognize that that's something that I, I try to continuously work on and build that muscle. But the reality is, is that when you're truly present you really capture things from a patient's story in their narrative that could really, really help you and help the patient in that moment, okay? And these are things that you might not have necessarily come to if you came from a more interrogative standpoint of just asking questions, whether they were closed-ended or open-ended. It doesn't matter. If you're coming in from an interrogative standpoint rather than an invitational standpoint, then you might miss a really big thing. And when you let patients share, they are only going to share probably what what matters most to them, right? So if we're constantly interrupting and asking questions to satisfy the form that we're going off of, let's say, we could be missing something big that really matters that might not have taken that big of time or, or energy or anything like that, or financial intervention or anything of that nature. Uh, but maybe they just needed a simple referral to someone, and you could have done that. And if we had, ke- if we kept interrupting and not being really present, we, it's very easy to overlook that. Okay, and, and, and you know, in physio, it's hard because we're there to help people through movement, and sometimes it, it's difficult when people are sharing to be moving. And, you know, and sometimes I find that you can do both. Sometimes people can share while moving. But I often find that it really is like a pause and, and, you know, a share, and then a pause and a share, and then you, you know, and it's back and forth. And um, if you have the the opportunity to have an ongoing therapeutic rapport with that person where you'll see them again, then you just keep building on that. Okay, even though you might think you're not checking off everything that should be checked off because you have the knowledge base to know, remember that your patient doesn't know. Remember that what you've done is enough because it satisfied what mattered most to them at that time in that moment. That's the biggest thing with listening and being present and hearing people is what's going on in that moment. Okay. Not what's going on in the big picture, not what's going on, you know, with the short term, long term goals, it's what's going on in that moment. And it's a moment to moment thing. So it's a session to session thing. Okay. And I really think that if patients feel that they have that trust with you, and they've established that with you, and they want to partner with you, and they they want to share decisions in their care with you, um, that they will make that next appointment visit. Okay, they will follow up with you. That's one of the biggest things we can do is start inviting patients in. Because when when someone doesn't feel heard, you can have all of the answers in the world, you could have the best knowledge, you can know every research article out there. But if they don't feel heard, they're not taking in anything that you've got. Okay, and in fact, you you could be sabotaging that rapport before your eyes, and you could be so far off from acknowledging it or even recognizing it that the person just doesn't come back. 
okay, or that the person just kind of, you know, brushes you off, or the person just, you might not even get the vibe because you're, you're too consumed by, by what you know. And, and, and while the intentions are good to help, right, the intentions are always good, I would say 99% of the time, are you really hearing what someone's saying, or what they're not saying? Okay. And I think it's really up to us to reflect on that. And it's up to us to work on that. And a part of it does require that we be uncomfortable as well. Because when someone is struggling, I know for me too, it's uncomfortable to just sit with that sometimes. And my, my immediate reaction is to help and to guide. But I'm really learning to refrain until I get that permission through the interaction to do so. And if there is no back and forth, like I said, one of the things I will say is um, acknowledge what they're going through and what they may be feeling, but let them know that I'm also here with them. And I'm here to support them in the best way that I know, and in the best way that they need, and coming to that mutual understanding. Okay, so if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, I'm most present on Instagram. My handle's at Best Obsessed with Jen. I do have a book on communication in healthcare with patients. It's called Communication is Care Nine Empowering Strategies to Guide Patient Healing. I, I'm proud to say that it was uh, most recently announced as uh, a distinguished favorite in the New York City Big Book Awards in the caregiving category. So very grateful to, the, to them for that. And um, you know, I really feel like I, I wrote this book two years ago, but I really feel like it's it's really starting to just be acknowledged more so now than ever. So I hope we can keep this momentum going. Um, you can check out the book; it's available anywhere and everywhere online in in ebook or paperback form. Okay, so until we chat next time, remember to stay well and to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.